Hello, weary traveler. I'm not sure what strange magic must have brought you here, but you have stepped into a realm of my creation. A sprawling city filled with danger and glory, and most importantly, lots of gold. I call it Isla Numis. Who am I, you might ask? The name is Jajib, and I'm the patron deity of gambling. Long story short, this group of idiots, or as you may call them, heroes, made a bet with me that they had what it took to make a vast trove of gold, but left some of the key details blank, so I filled them in myself. I sent them to this pocket dimension, into the city I had created with brand new bodies they'd have to attune to. Can these fools pass my test, or will they be trapped here forever? So, experience my world of trials and tribulations, and join alongside this posse of pitiful people, or as I like to call them, the criminals of Isla Numis. And welcome back everybody to another episode of Criminals of Isla Numis. I nailed it right on the first try. I think we're good. I think we're good from here on out. Uh, welcome back to uh, what will be episode 7. Uh, I am your host, Skylar, but we'll get back to me because first we're going to jump around and, and talk to everybody else that's here. Uh, starting with Dave. Dave, tell us who you're playing. I'm playing Maki in someone else's body. Whoa! <laughs> um, fantastic. <laughs> that was a weird intro for from everybody involved, except Dave. <laughs> It was very fitting. Yes. Um, awesome. That's Fantastic. what she said. All right. So, yeah, Dave playing it. Maki. Tell, what, tell us a little bit about Maki. <clears throat> Maki used to be a drunk monk. And now he's a... Just a drunk bird. Sober. No, he's not really sober. <laughs> a sorceress bird. What just happened? All right. Fantastic. Quinn. Yes. Who are you? Uh, I'm Feather McGregor. I'm Feather McGregor, uh, Little Sauce, and uh, it's been a while since we've been here, so I'm going to do my best to remember everything, but yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Since I... uh, well, what do you remember? Tell us uh, about yeah, so uh, I sold off the sauce business, That's and I uh, found out my world's not real. Mm -hmm. uh, went into a deep, dark depression, killed somebody, you know, it happens. <laughs> It does mm -hmm. happen. Uh, I'm try and gonna try and uh, you know tone that down a little bit, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I know uh, I'd mentioned something about the running of the Minotaurs or something along those lines. Um, so yeah, we're gonna see where that goes potentially, but uh, excited to be back. Yeah, absolutely, awesome. Moving on, Jackson. Uh, I play a character named Des, who is a Triton fighter in his normal life, but was changed into um, a. A bird guy. It was a magic. Gone sexual. I mean, gone ranger. Oh. Same thing. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And right now, the question that's on his mind are, do we treat centaurs like people? Or do we treat them like horses? Well, interestingly enough, you might just find out a little bit about that in today's episode. Will they act like a bull if I prod them in the rear end? Mm. Or will they just be really excited about it? Oh. Or mad. Say, oh, uh, you're I mean, obviously mad. happy to see me. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, jumping over to our good friend and and major individual of the show, Fatty Lumpkins. <laughs> Fatty Lumpkins, tell us a little bit about your character. <laughs> Thanks for remembering. Of course. I'm sure that wink helped. Uh, my name is... What? He's a beast. Name is what is your name? Keto. My name is Keto. Uh, no. you? Have you actually <laughs> ever said what Keto's short for? No. Ketoacidosis. No. What's it Keto short for? Well, he was just born that way. Do you not even remember? Diet. No, I do, but... Was it even short for the... Of course it was. It, it, it was a... It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was some medicine. I don't, but we were it's like, a dietary what? choice. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's even that? <laughs> What's he short for? Not that he was born that way. Uh, <laughs> but I am a kobold. He's the tallest the member of our group. A kobold fighter. A kobold fighter. And he as we established, he has a glaive. He also has a shield. He doesn't wield them at the same time, but he has yeah. both. He has been. Stupid fine print. <laughs> yeah. 
and maybe maybe at some point when you level up and you get the option for some kind of a feat maybe we'll find one that lets you wield a two-handed weapon and a shield or some reptilian metamorphosis where i gain a third arm. third arm Ooh, yeah i like that idea that's cooler yeah, so about your tail <laughs> oh Ooh, there we go that's another good that's option cool mm-hmm. these are cool options look at this Works awesome on. character development <laughs> <laughs> This podcast has already gone too far as it is. Uh, Finally, we got Cameron. Cameron, tell us who you're playing. I'm playing Rorik. Thank you. The the goblin. Uh, He's a little little fella who likes to shoot people with his bow. Nice. And eat cheese. Nice. And collect picture books. Interesting. And that's what we all learned about him last week. There's a large <laughs> sack full of picture books right now. Large one. And awesome. cheese. And cheese. Sure. Yeah, There's cheese absolutely. in there too. Sure. What's that cheese made out of? Cheese. Okay. Yeah, that's what all cheese is made out of, obviously. You're asking for specific. Cheese. He would just tell you cheese kind. It's cheese kind. Cheese I think flavor. I think we said it was Gouda. Yep. But he wouldn't know that. <laughs> some nope. Gouda cheese. Yeah, if they that's asked him, he'd say that's thing. some good cheese. That is what he would say. I love it. It's great. <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. Let's jump on in. Alright, and we're back with another episode of Criminals Vital Numus. Everybody's introduced themselves, and we're jumping on in. When last we left off, the deal that you had set up with the uh, rogue individual that referred to himself as the Slicer had, uh, I would argue, went wrong. Maybe it, I, to some I think people's... it went exactly how we wanted. Yeah, it I think that's how right. we, we all plan to do that's that. Exactly yeah. how we... <laughs> all right, fair enough. Whatever the case, it went uh, wrong for him. Yeah, I was gonna it. say the original plan was lost. Opportunities for him again. Opportunities opened up. We could say. Oh yeah. Unexpected opportunities. Uh, you managed to sneak into the cart of Lord Pendleton, who was the owner of the horse stables. Rip to the cart driver. Uh, yep. R.I.P. Cart driver, because he took you to Lord Pendleton's house after you convinced him you were Lord Pendleton from inside the cart. Um, and then you, you, you promptly, uh, ended him. Uh, whatever the case... I don't remember it being prompt. It was, uh, awkward, for sure. Uh, whatever the case, you broke into the house, uh, you stole a number of different items... You uh, somewhat frightened the wife, but otherwise she doesn't realize that it was you that was there, um, thanks to some interesting uh, illusions put on by Dave's character, Quill Smith. And from there, you guys left, and it was late at night. Uh, Feather McGregor had mentioned something about a running of the Minotaur event that was coming up and offered to let you guys stay at his place. Um, so you're all there, uh, you're all in bed, um, your various loot is scattered around the room in various sacks and bags or whatever it is that you carried them in. There's a large number of jars of strange white viscous I hope fluid. they're in the refrigerator. Uh, do you have, well, well as a person with, who makes sauce, I have a pretty good feeling you have some sort of cold... Storage. Storage basement, oh, yeah. something oh, like yeah. that. So I'm assuming yeah, the freezer. jars of horse... Splooge is down there. I think we're allowed to say this is holes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Whatever the case. uh, I don't remember it being that. (laughs) You all wake up the next morning feeling refreshed. (laughs) You all wake up the next morning feeling refreshed, feeling uh, maybe some of the weight of what you did last night weighs on you. I would argue that Feather, maybe the weight weighs a little bit extra heavy on you. Does that count as a long rest? Yes, it does. So if you have any damage, you can erase it. Uh, you've healed. Uh, restore your hit dice. Restore your spell slots. I think I'm gold. If you have what or I have mean, used I'm them. Yeah. Spell socks. Spell yeah. slots. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, no, uh, you're all at rest. Feather McGregor. I'm going to assume it's kind of an apartment. It's not really like a house house. No, remember it's in a it's in a tree. It's in a giant tree. And you have a basement that's refrigerated? How does that make sense? This is what we came up Don't with. Ask Don't ask. Don't ask questions. That's the Keebler house. Remember, it's, it was passed down from generations. It was okay, passed down. It's enough. basically a house that was built into a giant, like giant tree. Okay. 
It works. All right. And there's a stone. Uh, out of all the things that couldn't work, where this is the one thing you're stuck on that yeah, couldn't that's work. The weird part, okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. All right. I mean, it is a fantasy world. Whatever the case, you have a refrigerated basement area <laughs> that maintains a cold environment where you've stored the semen to make sure that that's okay. I do. We're feel in a little... pocket dimension, and this is where you got caught up. All right. Huh? Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That is fair. All right. Whatever the case, uh, you all wake up. It's the, it's the next morning. What's what's going on? Uh, so I mentioned something about the the running of the Minotaurs. If you guys are interested, is there prize money involved? I'm not sure exactly what the prize would be. What's in it for us? Uh, well, I'm sure there is money. I just don't remember how much money. Uh, you do know that there are prizes, uh, but the prizes change every year. So some, sometimes they're money. Uh, oftentimes there's some money involved, I think, in each one of the prizes, but there's also like interesting items. The promised prizes are often quite valuable. I do, yes. I do know that. That's that's what you know. And there's some clatter in the background. Is this a one v one type As you, of running, or are we here. collaborative? No, it's, it's what all. What can you tell us about it? Sauce? It's pretty much everybody. It's every man for themselves. I mean, you can work together, but it's just like a whole bunch of people whole bunch of minotaurs and you just try and live never done it because you know i'm not dumb but you know with my newfound you know life i i'm feeling a little frisky the red light districts in a different neighborhood Could yeah you roll for frisky why no i'm kidding no. yeah just a uh, roll for how frisky, again. <laughs> how how frisky? frisky? Like, give me a frisky. gauge one through 20 <laughs> it's important <laughs> this is for my head cannon yes hey Got any coffee? Uh, no, but I do have some sauce in the downstairs for. Oh, oh no, I don't think I do. I think it's full now. I'm good. I, I don't have any coffee. I'm not a big coffee drinker. Uh, Dez motions to you, Rorik, on like some hand motions to like coffee and then go get some coffee. Yeah. Yeah, Dez, that's a great idea. Let's go get some coffee. Thumbs up. Okay, so I don't. It's been so long. Is that the voice I used before? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna leave to go get some coffee. But um, Rourke's gonna grab a couple books. Okay. And put them under his arm as he walks out. Uh, like one under each arm. Sure, one. All right. You grab a couple of your your horse picture books, put one under each arm, and walk out the door with <laughs> with Des. <laughs> following along um near not too far away maybe like a couple blocks there's kind of this janky diner it's you know a little rough it's kind of beat up on the outside you know paint's chipping off the sign that says hot cakes and grilled steaks (laughs) nice it's uh hot cakes and grilled steaks Mm. sounds good yeah um you walk inside the door jingles as you do um, it's pretty bustling in there, you know, it's, it's still like fairly early morning for the most part. So there's quite a few people in there. Um, there's a couple of waitresses that are going around. They're pouring coffee into people's cups. Um, there's a chef in the back. You can see him flipping pancakes up in the air, slapping them down with his big old spatula. Um, he's just putting together all kinds of food, throwing it on plates, throwing it into this window and shouts out, you know, Oh God, number 43 with the big slab of the bomb bomb dish, dimmer bomb. Um, and he just starts like talking what sounds like nonsense. And then the waitress comes over and she's like, I got a big sticky with a big, uh, flabby, uh, flubber jab. Um, and then, and then walks, (laughs) (laughs) and then walks off and like takes it over to one of the tables and sets them in front of him. You enjoy youngin. It's a, a, guess it's a kid that just came out. And ordered. Just came out. Hey, (laughs) Listen, it's 2023. He can come out whenever he wants. There's a baby there. You know, it's a good diner when people are giving birth there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then immediately give the kid just a full plate of food. And the woman sitting there with him is like, oh, thanks for noticing. (laughs) And he says, Thank you. Oh, wow. All right. And then he just, he does one of those things where he picks up the plate with both his tiny little baby hands and then he opens his mouth and it just keeps opening like unnaturally. And he's like, yeah. 
like a realistic Kirby. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Team. Or Team. Oh, oh, man. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> not like cute chibi teeth where it's like four pointed ones. No, like the like, movie oh. teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this a fantasy Waffle House? Mm-hmm. This is a fantasy Waffle House. Baby and all. <laughs> Even a fancy waffle. Okay, do we do we just just do we find our own seed or is that what you're doing? Are you two the only ones that want coffee? Did anyone else follow us? It was kind (laughs) of it was kind of clear where we were going, but did anyone else come with us? Rocky thought you were bringing it back. (laughs) (laughs) I assumed as well. Personally. <laughs> He'll just have to have his Irish coffee without the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what are you two doing? Finding in a booth, I guess. Uh, all the booths are taken. There's only a couple of chairs. <laughs> okay. Screw you. Never mind then. <laughs> There's a couple of seats at the counter. That's what I meant. Uh, okay. Alright, you yeah. pull up to the counter and uh, a woman, a half orc. <laughs> Uh, they're all wearing like the same outfit, you know, it's some kind of like pinstripe long skirt. They have rollerblades on and even though she's behind the counter and she skates up <laughs> to where you're sitting and she's like, what can I get you, hon? Uh, Dez opens his mouth and it just goes, uh... Did you record yourself? (laughs) (laughs) No, that was you when you were looking. You were standing outside the door. (laughs) I had to go. She looks at you a little surprised and she's like, okay, and what about you? Uh, A coffee. All right, do you want a cream, sugars? Sugars. Sure. Dennis points and nods. Yeah, he uh, wants a coffee with cream and sugar. Well, I got the Sh- coffee. Dez shakes his head no and points to his feathers. Colors. Black. He wants black. He wants it black. <laughs> All right. Racist. He's right. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and we want some flapjacks. No flapjacks. shakes his head no. No flapjacks. Eggs. Shakes his head no. Okay. Well, it's what a do bird. You want, you can't have it. Coffee. <laughs> Just black. No, I want the cream and sugar. You want sugar. the cream and sugar? How much? You want two? Enough. Two, two of each? Sure. All right. And the pot. Okay, sounds good. I need a pot of coffee over here. Uh, just give me all the cream and sugar. He doesn't care. <laughs> and you just see another one that's over there that's just like, she's just shoving pots underneath the coffee maker. And she just like, she pulls like a lever, I guess. Is that how they would squeeze the water through the, the coffee grinds? And she's just, I mean, she's, that's all she does all day is she just squeezes more coffee and more coffee, and more coffee. She fills up a pot. She just hands it off. I mean, it, there's pots of coffee going to every freaking table, booth, whatever in here. Um, so very quickly, you guys get a pot of coffee. Um, she just hands you the saucer and a little tiny like uh, plate with a little stack, like a little pyramid of uh, sugar cubes. Oh. She's like, all right, that'll be three copper pieces. If you don't want to order anything else. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I uh, pull out a gold piece and I slide it to it. Ah, you tip pretty good, honey. Oh, I want to change now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she walks over to the register and she looks all pissed off. She like punches the button and then she throws the gold coin in there and she starts taking out. She's got to take out like a ridiculous... Well, she takes out... That's like, a lot of silver. I think it's like nine copper. silver and then it'd be... 99 copper? Seven copper. 97 copper. It'd be nine... Silver and right. three copper. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Because then that would equal. I thought it was 100 to one or something like no, that. No, it goes by Well, 100, 100 to one would be for the gold. Oh, so okay. she was doing just gold. Yeah. So then she brings it over. I mean, she's got to like put it on a plate because there's just so many like <laughs> coins. She's like, there you go, big spender. And then she turns around and she just starts doing other things. Like she's kind of. I think it'd be really funny upset. if she just left all of that change there on the table. It's like a. a <laughs> I just want to change. <laughs> Let me make it manageable for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, Rorik, um, starts drinking his coffee and pulls out a book and starts reading it while, uh, And by reading it, you're looking at the pictures, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm looking at the pictures, uh, and he's analyzing them, and then he hands his, uh, he offers his other book to Dez. Dez will take the book and, like, flip it open and peck at a page or two and just keep flipping and then peck into his coffee. We're enjoying our coffee and book. All right. We're very smart fellas. (laughs) Uh, As you guys are sitting there and and you're doing this with this books, an individual, kind of a young guy, kind of like leans over to you. He is a tiefling. He's got some horns growing out of his head. Um, they're kind of like medium-sized horns for a tiefling. Like they're not like those huge long ones that start like curling around and stuff like that. They're they're medium-sized. Uh, they're noticeable for sure. His skin tone is what kind of surprises you because as a tiefling, usually they're a very like hefty red, sometimes purple. Um, I think maybe sometimes occasionally you might see one that's blue. Uh, he actually has pretty just Caucasian skin tone. Uh, pretty white guy. And uh, he's dressed in a vest with a tie. He's got one of those like long cloaks on him. Uh, and he, Satan. uh, huh? It's Satan. It's Satan he's himself. The devil. <laughs> he leans over to you guys. He says, Well, there, what you reading? Rourke covers his book. <laughs> <laughs> What's it do you? <laughs> oh, I, uh, I sincerely apologize. I wasn't trying to eavesdrop or anything. Hey, do you know where a guy like me can go to sell a book like this? Sell a book? Yeah. Oh, have you already read through it? You you do seem quite learned for, uh, if you don't mind me saying, a goblin. Uh, yeah. I read every page, front to back. Wow. He kind of like, uh, he eyes it a little bit. Ah, horses. Are you, uh, well versed in horses? Do you, uh, do you own any horses? Take care of horses, per se? Yeah. Wow, very impressive. I'm new to the business. That's a that's a hefty resource, quite a quite a valuable asset to have. How many how many horses do you have, if I might ask? Thirty five. Thirty five. Wow, that rivals the Pendleton stables themselves. Uh, roll exactly. Roll me a roll me a deception check. Okay. Twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> um, he as uh, far yeah absolutely he definitely is uh totally believes you're being honest with him this is um, one of those cases where rourke's too dumb to realize how stupid he sounds he seems truly and legitimately impressed with uh with your horse uh ownership and like knowledge dumb so, and dumber handing out ious yeah. you, uh, uh i don't mean to be so forward but you guys don't by chance dabble magically do you now oh well why do you ask oh well i'm just part of a little group of magical developers you could say and uh just just looking for interested uh, individuals i wasn't sure if by chance maybe you went to the school of magic or maybe you just happened to to dabble a little bit outside the realms of what is normally allowed Oh, well, um, Dez shakes his head, shrugs. Oh, goes I'm, back to his book. My buddy doesn't it. dabble in magic, and uh, I don't know anything about magic. Well, again, apologies, didn't mean to pry, uh, but it's great to meet you both, and I hope I see you again soon. And he tosses a couple of coins onto the counter for the lady who quickly like snatches them up and throws them into the register mm. or pockets, like maybe one or two, because that was the tip. Um, and then he heads out of the restaurant. Do I notice anything missing from my person? Uh, do you want to do a investigation check? Sure. All right. Play it as it lies. All I brought was my books. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, you check your person over a little bit. You don't feel anything that's been missing. You don't feel anything that's been tampered with or anything like that. So <laughs> The tiefling walks away and my guy just goes... what did you mean by that (laughs) okay okay so uh we finish our coffee yes you finish your coffee yep okay back all right back uh i'll leave the her uh a silver oh okay she says that's still "Ah, a pretty good tip you're not so bad after all i mean i made her change it i figured <laughs> she says hey you don't be strangers around here all right it's actually rory oh, listen lady i'm the strangest person you'll ever meet. <laughs> if there's any quality from rory 
from my old character into this new character. It's like he did not care at all about money. That's true. Which is probably going to be the worst quality given for, for the given the this campaign. Your goal is to amass money. <laughs> yeah, uh, he literally never cared about money. Fair he enough. He would just throw it away. He didn't, or just give it to everyone else. Anyways, we head back. Yeah, okay, can I bring the pot and coffee? Uh, she would yeah. yell at you if you started walking out of there with the coffee and tell you to bring it back. Oh, what? Why? If, why if I gave you a gold for it? Deal. Oh, <laughs> Can you refill you want it? it at I least? was just gonna ask if you wanted that. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, sorry. I'm I gonna was be. Just gonna ask. I'm gonna be wired up on this stuff all day. <laughs> you so, big coffee, uh, caffeine fan there? Uh, well, little guy. No, I'm. I'm trying to get real smart. Look smart. Oh, and sure. I remember yeah, hearing coffee. stories about the university, the university students, and they said they would live off this stuff while studying. Oh, yeah, we get them university students from the College of Magic every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, University of Magic. Next, he's one of our regulars. What's his name? Uh, I think he said his name was... Uh, Is he rich? Uh, hard to say. I mean, he usually pays pretty good. Is think, his dad rich? Do you want me to tell you his name, or are you done with that one? <laughs> that was the first question you asked. I haven't been able to answer it yet for you. Do you want it or not? Yes. His name is Varus. Varys what? I don't know what his last name is. Well, then how uh, would you know if his dad's rich? I don't. I should have asked him if his dad's rich. Does not. That's on me. In agreement. Oh, well. Bye, lady. All right. Should I call you Marge? Honey, with a gold tip, you can call me whatever you want. Thanks, Marge. Have <laughs> a good one. Wait, what's your name? What? What's your name? Oh. Rorick. Rorick, all right. I don't know why it sounds like Linda from I Bob's Burgers. I don't know. It's slowly, pretty good. She's merged. She's <laughs> Linda from Bob's Burgers is the ultimate tavern chick. Right? Yes. Yeah. Just, well, you just have a nice day now, okay? Thanks for the coffee. And I'm going to walk out the door with, right. with Des. And we're going to walk back to the tree. All right. Very good. Um, you see a number of people all walking towards kind of a sort of like the back corner of this sort of district and they're all wearing the same outfit they're wearing white shirt white pants red scarf Ooh, better not be the day after labor day <laughs> you can't why can't i wear white after labor day <laughs> them the rules man the rules. i'm sorry what are they wearing i space uh, no you're good uh white shirt of some kind maker whatever mm-hmm. you know there are a variety of forms and then white pants same thing there different kind of pants got some dudes wearing like the harem pants you got some dudes wearing more like you know slack kind of pants it's what Whatever. people wear during the running of the and day. then they're wearing red uh either like neckties or bandanas or mm. scarves or some sort of like neck covering that's red and they all seem to be kind of like headed to one area you know Couple, few of them, they're usually coming in like small groups and they're kind of joking with each other and like pushing, like, <laughs> you know. Okay, to the tree. <laughs> All right, so you get back to the tree. What are the rest of you guys doing? I'm just chilling. I I, 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 I want I ask if uh, if anybody wants a couple of drinks before we decide to go do this running with the Minotaur. I mean, it just makes sense. Sure. Drinks of what? Um, Coffee. Just, I would, no. Sauce. No, not sauce. Just I, I don't know. Just some just normal. The devil's sauce. No. Oh. Just some normal, you know, just it's like. Just, it's just water, man. It's just water. <laughs> it's just water. Just some like low, low tier, you know, just normal people, you know, liquor, whatever. Oh, oh, I don't even know it. My. <laughs> All right, so those of you interested in partaking, you're having a couple of drinks, kind of just getting up. Are you up, drinking? I was not paying attention. Are you going to drink with them? Normal they're people? Just, they're just at the house. Oh, we're at the house with them. Right? He's offering oh. liquor. Normal liquor, people liquor. Yeah. people liquor. <laughs> I'll pass. Okay. He's waiting for the coffee. I know <laughs> Maki's not passing. Uh, I was just saying, the best part of waking up is... A liquor in your cup. That's, <laughs> that's right.
Awesome. So you guys are just kind of chilling. Are you guys sitting outside? Are you just like on lawn chairs, like outside? No, I, I feel like we're just sitting in in the. I didn't. I get rid of most of the stuff in my. Yeah. House. Just... So we're just kind of. I'm just chilling, sitting. Just in like my, on the floor. Kind of just, just sitting on the floor. It's like in that Sims when you sell everything, so you yep. have some money, but then you just have an empty shelf. Yes. <laughs> the bachelor pad. Yeah. It's. It is the bachelor pad. It is the bachelor pad. All right, so you guys are sitting around, you're drinking, whatnot, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, your two friends come in, they've got a pot of coffee on them, um, it's full, it's hot, who wants coffee? Des raised his hand. Okay, <laughs> okay, I refilled Des's cup, which he took, but she was too distracted by the fact <laughs> I had the pot of coffee. She paid for like $100 for like a $5 <laughs> coffee mug in a couple of dollar cups, like. She did not care. Good business. You could have taken mm. the silverware, but but that's I, okay. I don't need I don't it with coffee. Even gave you silverware. <laughs> Probably a little spoon. I'll take there. some of that. Action. You just dumped all the cream and the sugar into the coffee pot. Right? No, I didn't do that because oh, I knew okay. Des wanted it black. That's true. That's true. Fair point. All right, sounds good. Um, I'm a good friend. <laughs> I appreciate. Oh, uh, Sadly, no. I can't chill it like I used to be able to. Which is a bit weird for Rorik, because he used to chill his coffee while drinking and have iced coffee. But now when I hold it, it just hurts my hand. <laughs> Would it though? Because you, you fizzle fingers? So mm -hmm. You got like the opposite power. Well, no, fizzle fingers has nothing to do with it. I could just get... Yeah, accidentally mean, like, fire no, I actually shock people. Oh, that's right. You just are scrubbing your socks on my carpet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of... Resistant charges. What were you saying, Dave? He wants some. Okay. No, uh, Maki makes does a mimicry of a break time whistle, like coffee time. <laughs> coffee time. I'll go walk over and fill up Maki's cup, which I notice has a liquid already in it. <laughs> yeah, we can have his Irish coffee. <laughs> yeah, just top her up. Okay, <laughs> I fill it up. All right, eventually you guys. I look shop over at coffee. Keto? What? You want coffee? Yeah, I'll have a cup. Ah, there you go. How about you? I'm good. I'm no, no morning sauce for you, little sauce. Nah, I'm gonna stick to. I'm gonna stick to the good stuff. So is the town abuzz <laughs> with the yeah Minotaur runners? Yeah, Des and I saw a bunch of guys in all white with red bandanas, scarves. You know, yeah. you name it. When does this thing start, Big Sauce? Uh, looks sauce. like we got about an hour you, and a half. You look at the poster, that's one of the few things sitting there on the floor, and it's starting <laughs> like soon. Like an hour and a half. Not an hour and a half. Half. Like a half. <laughs> oh, we better get going. <laughs> well, we don't have anything to wear. Uh, it's okay. They'll, they'll hand us out a bandana, so I'm sure we can find something. Is there an entry fee? I don't, doesn't say, I know, it's just you show up. It's such a risk that you just show up. Yeah, they... Well, well I guess we'll get our warm-up on the way. <laughs> all right. Let's go. So you guys all run out well, of the I house. Stuff my stole... books back in the sack. Oh, okay, sounds good. Yeah, you guys, you toss your books into the sack. All of you run out the door. Some of you still carrying your cups or glasses or whatever it is that you had with you. I'm time. drinking out of the... Yeah, you just got the coffee <laughs> bucket. You're just chugging out of that. Um, you guys run down the street, and eventually you do make it to that corner area where uh, some of the, there's some signage and stuff that kind of guides you there on the buildings and uh, signposts and such that guides you to where this race is starting. And as you guys are approaching, you can hear a mass of just people just talking, shouting, laughing, whatever, getting ready for this race. Or as you kind of start to pass by the area where the race is going to take place, you can see that the roads between the buildings where this race is supposed to take place and the path that it's going to follow, they have barricades on either side. They're big, heavy wooden barricades. Um, there's a lot of like, um, um, bystanders that are watching, you know, the crowd, the audience or whatever, they're watching alongside these to see as people pass by once this race starts, which it has not yet. Um, and you guys kind of just follow this until eventually you find where the race starts. And sure enough, there's just probably uh, a good like 20, around 20 people all wearing these outfits. Some of them maybe not so much wearing the traditional outfit of the white with the red ties or bow ties or whatever tie, just any red thing around your neck, whatever the case. Um, they're just wearing whatever, right? Um, and they're all like gathered inside of the barricades where the race starts from. As you guys kind of approach this area, because are you all going to enter this? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So you all are, are kind of pushing past. Uh, there's not really a registration. You just kind of let yourself in and you join with the crowd. Um, you see a couple of people. They're like, oh, I'm going to go in. Oh, no, I'm not doing that. You're getting crazy. Oh, look at me. I'm going in. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, and everybody's just kind of like rolling their eyes like, wow, what a loser. Like, get in or get out. Sit or get off the pot, you know. Um, whatever the case, there's a uh, building behind you, and there's these huge, massive wooden gates. Um, they have little, like, uh, openings on the top, like little tiny square windows, and they have bars on them. From inside, you can just hear this boom. And then every once in a while, something will slam against the door. And when it does, the people that are closest to the door, they kind of, oh, oh, oh. and then they kind of push their way to the front of the entire group of people because, like, they don't want to stand there. Um, there's a person that's actually standing on the rooftop of this little building where you assume the minotaurs are being kept inside. Um, this person is like the leader of ceremonies. They're also wearing the white with the red. Um, it's just uh, it's just a big, long-bearded man. Uh, the beard comes down to about his mid, almost to his stomach. And he's just sitting there kind of waiting for things to get ready. You guys look around you. Are you looking at the people that are also there? Or do you care at all? Maki is first looking around for a clothesline. Oh, okay. Perhaps with some white sheets hanging on it. Okay. Before, like, you get in? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do a do a quick perception check. Sometimes, uh, I feel like with DMing... Oh, Nat 20. Nat 20. All right. I was just going to say, sometimes with DMing, uh, perception, me asking for perception check, also, <laughs> do you see it? It's more of, does it exist? I don't know. What the nice <laughs> to say. Uh, yes, absolutely. You, in fact, see um, and not a clothesline per se, but it's actually a vendor. And he's selling... <laughs> All these white clothes of various sizes and shapes and a variety of red scarves. <clears throat> He's like, step right up. Step right up. Don't get dirty looks while you're in the race. Get your traditional running of the Minotaur clothes. You don't want to be seen in anything else. People will frown on you. People will laugh at you. People will tell you, get out of the race, you loser. Like, guys, guys, we probably should get in line. They might not give us all the money if we win if we're not wearing the right clothes. And then you hear him say, they won't give you all the prize money if you're not wearing the clothes. Oh, no. I feel like he heard me. <laughs> <laughs> or he says, they might not give you all the money. Talk about target marketing. Yeah, yes. no. Well, I'll step right up. How much are the clothes? Um, It's a gold piece for an outfit. So you get the white pants, the white shirt, and the scarf. I'm so, small. Five uh, silver. Mm, half off. I'm for, half size. I'll do it for seven. Deal! <laughs> All right. You get, for seven silver, you get an outfit, which I assume you change into. Des, yeah, right there. Des gives them a good piece. <laughs> just trip right uh, in the street. There's just a right. naked goblin in Everybody the street. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's like a there's like a, a handful of like porta potty no. type boots behind No, no, no. I'm just establishing the scene. You don't have to use them. Oh, you yeah, I'm not. <laughs> and uh, as you're changing, one of the guards walks over and he's like, don't let me see you good naked in the race. Somebody does it every year, and I'm sick and tired of having to grab a naked man. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Seems race. like a kind of self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's asking for it at this point. He keeps telling everybody. Did he just wink at that guy? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see you naked, okay? <laughs> I hate catching naked, guys. <laughs> oh, man, don't let me have to grab you. <laughs> well, don't let me have my way with you, all right? <laughs> After they've been running, I'll have to sweating. Put it's awful, I hate it. <laughs> you back to the station i'll have to carry on my shoulder <laughs> have you been real bad i might have to spank you <laughs> sometimes you gotta apply discipline on the spot that's why they got me ralph mcginnis <laughs> what kind of procedures does this police station have <laughs> i don't know strip and search <laughs> you know, as, as, as this guard is, <laughs> as this guard is uh, announcing these things to the people around him he turns around and he sees you and he says don't let me see hey brother hey it's convenient that I saw you I have a message here from the chief and he hands you a letter in an envelope. This is a podcast you have to speak and yeah I know but you gotta tell me what it says I yeah, can't read it you have to tell me that you're opening 
I am open it. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you didn't want to open it right but now. But you saw that I opened it, so you were like, oh, he's opening it. Right, he's opening it. Yeah, right. Wow, open he it? opened it. <laughs> it just says on the inside in big letters, it's, it's completely losing all the, like, the. it's aligned paper. It's ignoring all of that. It's just big letters that just says, my office ASAP, exclamation mark, like six of them. Let's get away, boys. There's, <laughs> there's no pictures. There's no pictures. <laughs> um, whatever the case, you guys get into the lineup for this race. Everyone's yeah. ready. You're ready. Awesome. Fantastic. How many people are there? Um, so there's a good, like, I'd say probably an even 20 that actually are going oh. to do the race. Not the ones that are like, I was expecting a lot more. Right, let's scout out the competition, boys. I want to elbow one guy in the side. Oh, my God. Not meanly. Like... Trying to get his attention. All right, all right. You elbow a guy. Um, are, do you look at him before you elbow, or do you elbow him? Well, I'm elbowing him while looking at him. Oh, okay. And saying, hey, mister. You turn to this, what is a Durgar, or, you know, kind of a, a yeah. dark elf. He's kind of got this graying skin on him. He's got a big old white beard with some black patches kind of mixed into it. Dark. Dwarf. dwarf, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like an underdark dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you elbow him and he says, Oh, what are you doing there? What, what do you want? Uh-huh. And you heard what the prize money is? Oh, the prize? Yeah, I've never won before, but I know what the prize is. What? Uh okay. So, first place, it's like five thousand gold pieces. Uh you get this fancy helmet. Yeah, cool. Visit all the items that they got. They're all Minotaur themed. It's weird. It's you know. It I, makes I know. sense. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, then second place, it's like four thousand gold. You get a, an axe, which is pretty cool, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, third place, I mean, it's a big steep drop from from second to third. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but you get like a thousand gold. Uh, and then you get like a potion that's supposed to make you really strong. I don't know. That sounds kind of cool in my opinion, but at the same time, like uh, potions are pricey. That's not. That good. is true. That is a very true. Yeah, my buddy uh, Grizzletooth and I. Yeah, we run this thing every single year. We never won before, uh, but you know we do it more just to see between the two of us which one will win. And next to him, you see this bugbear who just kind of hulks over this guy. He's massive <laughs> compared to this little guard. And he turns and he says. Yeah, yeah, we basically, uh, we run this thing over here. Uh, we're pretty good at it. You know, we've never been He's really never won. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but we're not dead. That's <laughs> you know, good point. We've never, never been gored. Is there a prize? Well, you said first, second, third. Is there a prize if you just at least finish? It, uh, alive? Yeah, uh, I think you just get, like, a little medal. Any tips for the uh, yeah. first-time Minotaur runner? All right, so here's what I'm going to tell you, right? If you're, like, standing there... Uh, you're running, yeah, and the Minotaur is right behind you. Uh, you want to get out of the way. You know that thing will just stick you right up the bum hole, unless you're unless you're rusty here. Yeah, if you're rusty, uh, me, uh, then you get stabbed in the back of the head because <laughs> my butt hole's <laughs> not like up there. Uh, you know, it's kind, of a, it's kind of a bum deal. You know, like you get stabbed in the butt hole, like you'll sit on a donut for like a couple <laughs> of weeks, but you'll be all right. But uh, me, I get stabbed in the head, and then I die. Uh, as you can see, I've never been stabbed in the head before. Yeah, he's never been stabbed in the head before, that's for sure. <laughs> um, let's see, what else do what else you think of, Rusty? Well, uh, I would say, uh, you know, you don't want to get one alone. Uh, if they're running in a pack, usually, you know, they'll keep running. You know, they'll keep chasing things, right? Uh, but if you get one that's, like, left the pack, I mean, he's out there for blood, man. I mean, he's going to kill you. So you don't want to get involved in that. You want to, like, you get out of there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't try to hide behind things. Uh, if you feel like you're in danger, it's time to just give up. You know, you jump out of the barrier, you disqualified, but at least you're alive. You know what I'm saying? Maki wants to... Is this guy telling the truth here? Yeah, go for, a, go for an insight check. <laughs> Yeah, does it really stick up your butt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can tell that this is their first time ever playing this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, eight. An eight. Uh, yeah, no, he seems pretty legit. I mean, he seems like he's being pretty honest for the most part, but it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, you're in kind of a new situation, and you're looking around, and all these people look real confident. But these are people that have been here, at least living in the city before. So at the very least, they've seen this, and they might be 
at worst, pretending like they know more than they do because they've never participated, but they've seen. And at best, they've participated it many times, and they know what they're talking about. Uh, other than jumping over the barricades, are there any other ways to get disqualified? Oh, yeah. There's plenty of ways to get disqualified. Let's see. Uh, you know, you, uh, you try flying, you'll get disqualified. That's cheating. Uh, you try to climb up onto the buildings, that's disqualified. Uh, you got weapons, you're disqualified. Uh, you teleport, you're disqualified. Uh, let's see. What, you, what was that first one? Uh, let's see. Flying? Fly, flying, yeah, flying, you get disqualified. Uh, let's see here. What about uh, kill falling somebody. in style? What? Falling in style. Um, the, uh, I mean, if you jumped before you fell, yeah. then you're probably fine. Oh, okay. As long as you're not actively flying. What about digging? As long as you do it within the boundary. Oh. I suppose it's allowed, honestly. <laughs> I've never really thought of that. Well, don't mind me. I'm going to get on all fours and start digging at the ground. Uh, the bugbear, he seeks <laughs> up uh, Grizzletooth and he says, uh, Yeah, and uh, let's see here. Um, uh, you can fight people. But they really don't like it if you kill people. Um, I don't think we've ever had anybody do that, or not in a way that they could prove that they were killed by a person and not the Minotaurs. So um, it's kind of a he said, she said thing, but if they can prove it, you might get disqualified. Um, let's see. I think that's it. I think that's pretty much everything. You guys, you guys got any other questions? Des shakes his head. Oh, all right, cool. Hey, you guys seem like fun. You guys, uh, you guys ever come around the Rock Bottoms Club? Isn't it the club we went to before? You guys went to a casino. No, we haven't been. What was the? Oh, in that club it was a bar. Tavern. We haven't been to the Rock Bottoms. Okay. No. Yeah. Oh well, uh, yeah, we both work there, so you guys should stop by after this. We can get you a couple drinks. It'll be a fun time hanging out. It's a pretty cool space, if I do say so myself. Yeah, I've been working there a long time, uh, making drinks. That's what I do. Ah, a bartender. Yeah, like that's I, what I do. <laughs> some of my best friends are bartenders. Hey, well, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll be best friends. Well, not his well, best I friend. It's Grizzlepoof here. He's my best friend. Oh, that means a lot, boy. You're my best friend, too. So you said uh, yes. sorcery is allowed? Uh, yeah, to an extent. Like I said, I mean, as long as you're not using, like, flight, any kind of flying magic or teleportation magic, you know, that kind of like conjuring stuff. I mean, conjuring, as long as it's not flight or teleportation. I don't think they care after that. Um, but those are kind of the big two. What about speed up ones? Speed up, yeah, I've seen some people use those, yeah, yeah. Those are allowed, um, but as a, as a seasoned professional, I'm just gonna warn you, it's got some nasty after effects to it. Uh, so I'd be careful. Now, if only I knew a speed spell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're gonna see some pretty crazy stuff uh, with some strategies here. I mean, look at this guy. He points over at some dude who's in very obviously like a minotaur costume, <laughs> and he's just he's kicking back the dirt like he has hooves, and he's like getting ready, and he's snorting even though like this is a costume. And he just seems really intense. He looks very focused. Some of the people, like, they'll nudge him, and he just kind of, like, pushes him back, but he doesn't break focus. He just looks straight forward. Um, I want to... Blending in. Maki <laughs> wants to scan this crowd of contestants to look for somebody who maybe is a little gullible. Gullible. All right. Go for... Uh, do it. You see three <laughs> figures that are definitely kind of a... What you would assume, at least from face value, maybe a... Uh, muscle over brain or brawn over brain kind of people but um, less intimidating you see two uh, what look like young elf twins they are uh, eladrins I do want to say you have a good chance of finding a gullible person and a running of the bulls (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a good point (laughs) because people with brains just wouldn't be doing this that's, let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> that's a very fair point. So you see a uh, twin, uh, they almost look like they might be like teenage elves. Uh, and like I said, they're Eldrin. They have like this sort of red uh, skin tone, almost orange maybe. And uh, they're kind of like a fey elf take essentially. 
Uh, other than that, you do see another. You assume that, like, based on age, they might be a bit more gullible, right? So you do see another. It looks like a young adult, like super young, um, Air Genasi. Uh, he also looks maybe like he might be a bit gullible. I don't think I've ever heard Ganassi said with a soft G before. Oh, is it Ganassi? That's what I've always heard. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Ganassi. Genasi. You should say He always it. said Genasi, <laughs> which kind of made sense because when he played one, he was cursed by a djinn. That's fair. All right. Uh, Maki wants to walk up to the twins and okay. pretend to stumble into them. Okay, sounds good. Um, do you want to do like a quick performance? Yeah. No, uh, 12. Oh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, you stumble into them. Um, they're like, oh, whoa, hey, careful there. And they kind of catch you a little bit. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> Just so much to take in. I didn't see you there. Oh, uh, that's all right. Um, did you, did you, have some, you smell like you had some drinks beforehand. Well, <laughs> A little liquid courage never helped. Ugh, well, they explicitly I mean, told us, they said, whatever you do, they said, don't drink before this. You're, you know, you're kind of a rule breaker over here. Well, you want a, a little bit of a competitive edge and I slosh around my water skin? There's not water in here. And the other one kind of steps forward and she says, uh, sir, are you offering us uh, teenagers uh, illicit substances? You could say that. Uh, I think I speak for both of us when I say that we're not interested. Ah, well, that was yeah, a, we're that not was, interested. That was a test, and you passed. Oh, hey, we passed. And since you seem like good kids, I'll uh, I'll give you a little tip. Uh, I see you can't help but notice your footwear. Yeah, you, you got it tied all wrong. Well, uh, you look down at their feet. One of them is wearing some sandals. The other one is not wearing any shoes. <laughs> their, their feet are just... Tied all wrong. Pliers. Pulls <laughs> off a toenail. Mate, what's, I see what's why it's tied all wrong. They've got... They have, they're tieable sandals. They've got like oh. a thin sort of string or something that kind of binds everything all together and keeps it on their foot. Well, what's what's wrong with my tie game? Nah, you wanna you wanna set this bad boy into race mode. Oh, <laughs> you gotta loop it around behind your your ankle. Okay. And then uh, just like this, and then I, yeah, I start untying this kid's shoe and tying it. <laughs> Sounds so weird. <laughs> and one, two, buckle his shoe, but. I purposely do a poor knot. Okay, all right. You're gonna make him lose his shoes. Interesting, all right. Sounds good to so you. Yeah, you tie up this kid's shoes a little off. And as far as he knows at the moment, they hold pretty well. But we'll see what happens when the race begins and he actually has to get moving. Anybody else doing anything before the race begins? No, I'm just, I'm ready to go. You're ready to go? Stretching. Stretching, uh... nice. Good thinking. <laughs> I start digging a second hole. You just start digging, and yeah, uh, what are the second guards? hole? Yeah, a second hole. Yeah, to the next, not next to the other one, just a little bit over. Wait, what, how big are these? What holes? other one? <laughs> he dug a hole. I've been, dug a hole. I've been digging a hole this whole time. <laughs> this whole time? Yeah, you but it's not time? that. It's not that deep. It's like uh, it's not that deep, bro. It's <laughs> like I don't know, like a couple inches deep, just like. But it, it's it's pretty. It's got some depth. Are you just to using it. your hands? Then I assume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'd be such a shame if somebody were to step into that. Huh. Like a really fast I was like, guy. I was like digging. <laughs> Maki cast Minor Illusion over the hole to make it look like it's ah. solid Ah, good thinking. All right. Right. All right. in the middle of digging his second hole, looks <laughs> over and goes, Where's my elbow? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, it worked. Ah. I Maybe wanna, I have some sort of illusion, pal. I want it. Oh, I spent two minutes on that hole. <laughs> uh, Theo, you're stretching, you said? Yeah, I'm just All right. mindless. All right, so you guys are, are ready to go? All right, sounds good. As uh, the time for the race comes to a head, the announcer steps up. He's on, on top of the building, the, uh, the leader of the ceremonies, and he stands up and he says, 
All right, all right, everybody. I know we're all ready to go and rearing for this race to begin. I thought you were going to play your Matthew McConaughey voice for that. All, all right, right, all right, all right. All right. No, uh, he just seems like an average guy, I suppose. Uh, he says, all right, so kick things off. First of all, we got the barriers set up all the way around here so you know which way to go. As soon as we start the race, you will have a five-second head start before we release those minotaurs. The five-second head start is, of course, to make sure that all of you, the many of you that have entered this race, can at least get spread out just a little bit before we start letting the Minotaurs run in and kill y'all. <laughs> I'm just kidding, or I don't know, it happens. I digress. <laughs> um, there are barriers that'll help lead you down the path. When you get to the end, that's when you'll get scored. If you by any means or any way pass over the barriers, under the barriers, or through the barriers, you will be disqualified from the race. But please do so if it means saving your life. We do not like collecting and picking up the bodies afterwards, so the fewer there are, the better. Of course, there are no weapons in this race, so please do not bring them out. If we, our referees who are scattered throughout the event, catch you with weapons, you will be disqualified and removed, and usually forcefully. What about shields? Is that a do you shout do that you say out? that? I'm looking at these guys. You just say that to us? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still digging <laughs> There will be no flying. I don't care if you do it naturally because of your species or if it's through magic. There will be no flying. If we catch you flying, you will be disqualified and removed from the race. Question. Oh, can we're we, shouting this out. Yeah. Can we, we shout it out. Can we fly? No, Kenku's you, cannot fly. There's a, everybody know, everybody man. in the audience just turns and gives you like this angry look and he's like, it's fine folks, there's one every year. <laughs> in addition to flying, there will be no teleportation magic or any other kind of transportation related conjuration magic or otherwise. That includes flying, as I just said. How many times are you going to say it? He really doesn't want people to fly. There's one every year. There's one every year. Participants. Must follow the pre predetermined route. If you leave the route or course, you will be disqualified. The barriers are there to establish that. No climbing on the buildings, no using the rooftops. That's leaving the course, you'll be disqualified. Participants, you are allowed to fight with each other, but we appreciate you not killing each other. People die in this race because of the Minotaurs. They should not be dying because of the other participants. We appreciate you leaving other people alone for the most part, but we also understand that harassing and otherwise causing others to fail is kind of part of the whole race. Kind of funny. And it's funny, yes, exactly. Thank you. See this guy, <laughs> there's one of these over here and I appreciate them. Don't appreciate that guy. Um, yeah, don't kill or lethally maim anybody. Uh, that kind of jumps back to no weapons, but I know some of you, and you see the three like super muscular ones, and they're like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I know, you don't need weapons to be a weapon. Just please keep it at a minimum. Anyways, you've agreed by participating to uh, the dangers and possible death that can occur during this race. Uh, we don't do waivers by stepping into this course. That is basically the waiver. The guards literally won't care if you die during this event inside the course so i'm just i mean unless you were killed you know you get it it's, it's i've already explained all this anyways let's get this going and he turns and there's like a big lever uh, before he goes yeah yeah he's just i'm gonna it. go in front of the doors and i'm gonna start a just toss down uh my two flasks of oil oh okay all right yeah, yeah. i'm just gonna stand there Okay. I'm watch him wait for the lever. All right. I'm gonna pull out my Tinder box. Oh <laughs> snap! This is some Baldur's Gate strategy right here. All right, sounds good. So he reaches down, he grabs this lever on the rooftop, and he says, "And we begin the race in three, two, one, run!" I and like he pulls the, oil. the lever. You light the thing, and with that, we'll end today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to Criminals of Island Numis, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a homebrew world created by me, Skylar Gorsett. If you've been enjoying our show so far, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever it is that you're streaming from, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else that podcasts can be streamed. Or just check us out on our website, sessionzeroheroes.com. 
Additionally, if you enjoy coin, you might enjoy some of Session Zero Heroes' other shows, such as our Benders and Brews and Avatar Legends actual play, where we jump into the world of Avatar The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra using the Avatar Legends system created by Magpie Games. Or one of our various one-shots, which we are currently coming out with, where we use a variety of games and TTRPG systems to tell a variety of fun, exciting, emotional, and hilarious stories within our group. We have all sorts of other content that we highly recommend checking out within the SZH channel. And more to come in the future. To find out more about what we do at Session Zero Heroes, and to keep up with a lot of the other content we produce, and be made aware of future projects, shows, and content, be sure to follow us on social media on Facebook, X, Instagram, and Discord. These are all great ways to get in contact with our team, as well as to keep up to date with everything that we're creating and working on. We'd love to see you there. In the meantime, thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to stay curious, stay heroic, until we roll again.